Good afternoon. Oh, doesn't matter what time it is. Hey, <laughs> wherever you are, whatever time it is, welcome back to Scratch That Itch. Um, yep, that's the show. That's what yeah. we call it. It's the show where we go on itch.io. If you know we're not affiliated with them at all, we don't get any money from them. No. Nothing like that. That's why IO is not in the title of this show. Mm, mm. Anyway, but Stu, you're, you studied law for a time. Yeah, for I mean, I went on wiki. Um, for the last five minutes, but you look at the word "law" on Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah, and um, I don't know. At the end of the day, I think he's one of my favorite fighters, uh, mainly for a Wait, lot of his special moves. But which one, Forrest or the other one? Oh, isn't sh- there two laws? Oh God! Uh, so like, isn't it like uh, the Phoenix's rule? Where it's like river and forest. Yeah, and then that or robots it, oh, can't kill people. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's the third law. Yeah, that's right. Of course. <laughs> Um, uh, Artemis's rules of um, owls. <laughs> Was it no? Asimov. Oh, Isaac Asimov. Yeah, yeah Isaac yeah. Asimov. I, but I said Artemis, and I thought of yeah, the owl yeah. from Fogan. I, I like that he probably had some other rules for owls. Yeah, that specifically, just never really took it, off. It didn't go past the draft. He he started off being like an ornithological so, bird guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but and uh, turned yeah, to robots like, instead. Ah, fuck, I just do robots. Yeah, I just do robots. Uh, maybe I'll do sheep. Yeah. And then um, sheep came in. Yeah. The electric sheep that they dream of. That's right. Yeah. But, but uh, this has gone off the rails so quickly. Yeah, but if it were to go back on the rails, it would sound a little like this. Uh, choo-choo. <laughs> yeah, so we go to HIO, we find some games, we give each other prompts yeah. of a word to search uh, on the search engine there, and then choose a game, play it, and give our review. And I've been on a really good tirade of giving Stu really fucked prompts. Not fucked, just like yeah, the... There's the theme. It's theming. Theming. Getting, yeah. I'm pretty... I I didn't outright say jizz or something, but... No. And no, I, I don't it, think... I feel like nothing would, good would well, come of that. Because I think it's gone... In the previous episodes, if you've been following along or a diehard fan, you might know that the previous prompts, I think, were balls and before that, bean. Yeah, bean isn't explicitly fucked, but... No. No. But, yeah, use yeah. your imagination. And, uh, yeah, I suppose this this time, um, it's the prompt was leather. Mm. Now, that, that has a bit more of, like, a a way to go that could be yeah, fucked. But yeah, yeah. I'll let you, f- you know, regale me of how fucked it did go. Yeah, so, um, initially, uh, I'd chosen a game that was just a platformer. It was the first one that popped up when I surged. Uh, just type leather, and it was called Leather Jacket Gaiden uh, 4. As well, as in, like, Ninja Gaiden? Kind of, but just Leather Jacket Gaiden 4. Does, is Gaiden a word? As in, is it not... Uh, it's it's, I, it's only, own thing. Yeah, I don't know. Because um, I've only ever heard of it in reference to ninjas. Yeah. It, and it, that, that That tends to be franchise. the affiliation, but I don't know whether it's the franchise that said that in stone, or whether it was the word... Before that, before well, because it, it almost has the side of it almost reeks of a cromulent, you know what I yeah. mean, like a, a cromulent or a embiggens mm-hmm. to you know to all the Simpsons fans out there. This one's for you, but uh, no, it's just for me. Oh. That's my reference. You're not allowed to use it anymore. 
I've claimed that. I bought it off Matt Groening. Yeah, he's doing terribly. Yeah, it's so bad. He really um, needs the money. And uh, yeah, equally, um, Leather Jacket Garden 4 was terrible. <laughs> Uh, Speaking of doing terribly, yeah, uh, segue. It was yeah, it, it was just a platforming game that had jank hitboxes, and I played it I, uh, for a bit. Um, and you're just supposed to steal boxes from an Amazon warehouse. Um, uh, so on oh, pen, wait, hold on. So on pen and paper, it sounded great, and I was in for it, just uh, ready for the jank. But dunk then, on uh, Big Daddy uh, Jeffrey yeah. Bezos. Sorry, Bezos. Uh, this one's for you. Yeah. Hashtag but, um, Bezos. But, um, oh, his name's almost Bezos. Bezos. Yeah, I was about to say. Oh, oh. hold on. I got to. He's doing a triangle. <laughs> you might hear it. You might hear the. The, the microphone is vertices. the eye over my, my triangle. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, oh, God. But uh, this is an audio medium. Yeah, but then I stopped playing it and I thought, no. I can't do this. And uh, so I'm not going to talk about it. In fact, the game I settled on was Leather Apron, which had an even better ring. You know, I was drawn in by the leather jacket and then I saw Apron. Oh, another leather wearing thing. Aren't you a very, like, adamant fan of leather aprons, though? I believe I do. I, I do you do, own one? I do own a... Oh, no, no, I don't. It it has leather trimming. Stri- um, okay. Yeah. So, I'm, yeah, I'm like a, the Sigma of leather. But um, yeah, you don't care enough about it. But you know, yeah, well, what, I don't know how Sigmas are. What are like they? They're not trying as hard as Alphas or something like that. Yeah, and no one's talking about the Omegas. So Zetas. Mm. Shout out to my Zetas. But why don't? But they're not the Omegas. The end of the alphabet. Where's Zeta? I don't know. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. I have no clue. Oh boy. But as far as like leather aprons go, that's something that say a butcher would wear to not cut their dick off while they're yeah, carving yeah. things, right? Yeah, predominantly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so... Because there's no female butchers. I look... No, that's And right. we're going to keep it that way. Yeah. That, that's Hashtag canon. keep butch out of butch. <laughs> Oof, not never mind. That's not good. It's really bad. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very sorry to um, everyone. Just, if the editor could just keep that in. <laughs> Fuck, no, I edit these. Yeah. <laughs> um... But uh, yeah, so I, instead I chose Leather Apron, which okay. was a school project game um, by Leandro Bras, Sara Graham, Flavio Santos. Uh, and it ah, was... Japanese. Precisely. And uh, you just investigate the crimes of a killer known as a Leather Apron. That's so a, co- that's a like, cool okay. name for they, a killer. They put down, um, you know, the controls, uh, which I appreciated because some Ichai ones don't. In the main page. Yeah, even if um, they don't have a like tutorial, it might just not be there. Yeah. Yeah. And so went into the game and I realized that it was it was more of a proof of concept thing. So it's you know, your singular level skybox. Um, but I I was pleasantly surprised. Basically they'd taken like they the model the model of your character, so it's a third person with the option to go first person. Mm-hmm. You're basically a Sherlock Holmes in a Victorian London-style setting, and you need to solve a murder. Okay. But it has the look of, like, an Assassin's Creed. There's climbing and jumping mechanics, so it wants you to scale buildings um, and solve crimes. (laughs) Uh, I mean... There was something odd about that that appealed to me because it was sort of, like, just enough of both, but I was, like... a parkour detective. Can I stop you right there? Mm. 
there's a very famous parkour detective mm. that everyone knows. I'll give you maybe a couple of seconds to. Is think. it Batman? Yeah, it's Batman. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> that that I I thought about that afterwards, but then um, where, which I'll, I suppose I'll, I'll get to it at a point, but um, yeah. So the game starts out. You're there. You're like a weird knockoff. I would hope you're there, John Ham. Oh, of course. Yeah. You look like a weird John yeah. Hamm with strange, like, contemporary Sherlock Holmes hair. Okay. And then... Oh, um, like uh, even that bloke out of Peaky Blinders or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Anyway, um, you're sort of dropped in this world. You have a pretty clean UI, which is what I was surprised by, because they're like stock standard model buildings. Um, you hear a scream, and you've got a compass at the top that changes depending on where you're aiming, and you have little icons. They were pretty clean cut, you know, little person in blue, knife in red... It's sort of like, okay, someone to talk to and something over there that's probably competitive. Generally, these like sort of like student or um, sort of experimental or proof mm. of concept games usually do just miss a UI. Like they just don't add it in and yeah, you're supposed they, to like go around. I believe, and... um, I can't remember who exactly. It might be Sarah Graham specifically was tasked with the UI design. Yeah. Which was good because then as I kept playing, I talked to someone It was voice acted. Um, which was fine, um, and then you know just text that would pop up, uh, and then you're tasked with finding this body, and you find a murder weapon, and the UI after I picked it up and opened my inventory was pretty good because you know it's just those nice things. It's like a classic survival horror grid of yeah, items you yeah. might have, and then you click on it, and you're allowed to look at it three dimensionally. Yeah. So that didn't come into play. Because beyond that and talking to the other person, you could only really climb around and then there was no really exit scenario, which was, I think, but the, it feels, the limit of where they got. It feels like it'd be one of those things where you would be spinning the item around to yeah, look at it yeah. in that very and classic... So that, that's where it felt very um, was proof that of concept. something that only... Not only, but like something that existed within L.A. Noir originally. Yeah, and then I think... I think it, it. I think it had existed in iterations of other games, but the uh, almost like a Resident Evil thing. I'm trying to think of. Yeah, now. yeah, yes. Like, the, look I at think, the back of it, but it's not. You don't get to manipulate the object. You just click on it again. I think you could spin objects round. Yeah. Um. But it was. It, I think it was a button press. Look at, yeah, yeah. You had to button press, and that was a similar thing. As opposed to old Cole, who would just be like picking up fucking old Siggy packets and just like spinning them around, going, "Yes, trash." Ah, oh, there we go, fingerprints. Yeah. Um. But uh. Never. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, uh, you know, I only played um, about twenty minutes of it, but exploring around, it was so it was janky. Mm. There were bugs. It did crash at one point. Which is unfortunate, because um, at least if it's something sort of more of a proof of concept, you just hope that it'll function with less content, but it's solid. Yeah. So that was a bit of a drawback. But I, I must admit, it was funny. The walk, the walk speed is really slow. <laughs> yeah. Which was tough, but the sprint was felt good because it was meaty. I don't yeah. know. It was like driving a heavy car. And, oh, I see. And something about that. Maybe it's more like what it uh, what it makes me think of, as opposed to what we're showing. But it's sort of like it feels like this thing had a lot of potential. Yeah. Where it's like I've got this heavy run. I can clamber up buildings. I'm a I'm a weird Sherlock Holmes that like I love the idea of 
you know, a crime happening and being like, quick, and everyone in the carriage, and then Sherlock's just like, <laughs> yeah, it's climbing, just climbing up a building, and then like leaps down. And so they they did have bits where it was like a locked gate that you would need to find a way to climb around to. Yeah, my so same. that that was like okay, I'm I'm getting I'm getting the idea here and the, the notion of like chases and that kind of thing, like aspects of Assassin's Creed without the fighting, and with the prospect of discovering items or like climbing into places was really interesting. Um, and if they built more on the detective shit, yeah, then that would be enough to separate it from Batman because Batman's basically like detective vision like you're yeah, not yeah. really it's the same idea but then the execution well, of the detective part of it, batman games is pretty generally speaking yeah in those sorts of games you'll usually find like one bit of evidence yeah in a spot and go like oh well obviously this is where he's gone da 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 yeah because just batman just knows it's like his yeah he just knows yeah he's like well i sent the uh sample back to the lab Oh, it's back. Hello, Alfred. Yes, cool penguin. All right, I'll see you there. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, there's no deducing anything. Yeah, yeah. Because he's Batman. He's supposed to just be this. Um, is he just supposed to be the smartest man alive? He, I think he is. I think he's one of the smartest. He's He also started out as a detective. At, so he was just really smart, had resources, and then this identity thing. Right. Um. Yeah, and so I suppose at the end, uh, not... I wouldn't really call it a, f- a game at this point, um, yeah. unfortunately. By the end, I'd, I'd sort of gone, oh, okay. Yeah, it's more of a proof of what this game could be. Because I, I feel like almost like, be- as far as like the climbing mechanics, like, you know, in Assassin's Creed, the pure point of climbing up stuff is killing people. Like, yeah. the, the, the ultimate goal is you traverse roofs and things like that to get a good vantage point to look at things and then kill someone. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, like, say, in Breath of the Wild, the climbing mechanics are purely just to get around, but then also yeah. to get high enough to glide somewhere, usually. Yeah, or, like, exploration. Yeah, exactly. Um, Where it's like, I feel like this one, because you want it to be driven by uh, investigation, stuff like that, mm. it should be possibly, like, an, a, a mixture of getting to vantage points and getting information mm-hmm. without being seen or because like maybe you're a criminal you break into places of people you suspect yeah, yeah. to find think, evidence and maybe try to leave without leaving yeah, a trace so or something it, it, those are the sort of questions that i'd be interested to know if these guys had the budget and the team and that kind of thing what a fully fledged game of this would be because the way it's pitched is that it's one serial killer yeah. that you're looking for. And so, yeah. Like, Are you able to find the serial killer? No. no okay. Um, so this is the leather apron man is flavor text. Yes. I see. Yeah. Um, but it's that same as like sort of Moriarty thing. Like it feels like that's yeah, I love what they're going for. Yeah, I love when Moriarty would walk out and he's like, hello, Sherlock, like my apron. You're not wearing anything else, Moriarty. I know. <laughs> no one will ever believe you. <laughs> Now, if you excuse me, I need to get back to my butcher's job. Ah, <laughs> oh, my penis! Ah, oh, <laughs> the apron's it. too short. <laughs> but this is what they're for. It's basically just him wearing almost like a leather chest guard. <laughs> it's like still tighter. It's oh, yeah, yeah. It's just like chest. It's just like chest armor, but for yeah. the front. Oh god, I love that. I love. <laughs> I just. I'm envision- envisioning this Elizabethan 
man with little pot bellies, mustache, mm. combed, but wearing nothing but the leather. That's so yeah. good. And it's amazing that he's not caught. <laughs> yeah, he walks around <laughs> like nude. that. Yeah, but I like the, I like the idea. That it's like, uh, well, you know, most of the other butchers are pretty nude and look, look similar, but do all of them have their penis? Ah, uh, that's it. That's this real. is the only evidence we've got to go on this severed cock. I don't know, <laughs> but um, yeah. So I suppose yeah. So my questions are um, for for the game would be what would your end thing be? How, what would be the like trajectory of it? Side missions and things. Also, in this game, there isn't fall damage. I found out. <laughs> so I want to know how they implement damage in a detective game because if it's more a detective game that's about detection and not the idea of dying or if there isn't a lot of combat mm. is it based more around time constraints like you're sprinting through crowds and clambering over things to get there in time to catch person or find thing as opposed to like dying or is it one where there would be combat and you know how do you how do you take damage how does this guy fight because um, all I know, yeah. he's very good at climbing and a detective. Yeah, well, there you go. This is the thing. I, it almost sounds like it's aching for the treatment of false accusation. Like, he's been pinned for this crime. Yeah. And he's trying to exonerate himself, like, yeah, clear I, his I name. A proof of innocence thing would be cool if it's like... Because then his whole thing is like, well, I'm not working within the law, but I'm not working with the law. Yeah. Because that's kind of like the always the crutch of these detective sort of games. Yeah, is, same, same with Batman. Yeah, you, you can't be within the law because your methods are not necessarily straightforward. Mm. And like, you know, and that would hinder the whole sort of climbing gameplay thing, you know, mm. like street cop doesn't climb around and do shit. That's pretty unorthodox. But yeah, guy who's trying to clear his name will definitely break into someone's house or eavesdrop on people or possibly kill people. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing with like... um. At this point, we're just talking about um, a game that probably did a little bit better, maybe. But mm. um, what's it called? Um, Dishonored. Oh, yes, yes. Where that that's kind of... Um, now I'm just probably just thinking about that game, but it has like a like old London feel to it. Yeah, it's a lot of climbing I think, around. Yeah, I think that that was sort of... Although there's they, no detective sort of th- element I, to that. I think that's what, at the end of it, I wanted to see more. Because the UI was good, and what it was telling me was that there might be a focus on detective stuff. Yeah. And I think that would be kind of cool, actually, if it was more like, you know, instead of if you're going out and climbing and doing things, instead of collecting stuff or money to get upgrades, it would be cool if you could actually climb and then you find vantage points where it's like, oh, I can, there's a telescope here or like I can see the furthest from here. So if I know I'm tracking someone or something, this is the best place to go, like more unlocking opportunities or, or it's like figuring evidence. out like uh this is where the woman was killed in the streets but he would have had to have figured out uh where she was going and stuff like that he'd probably have an advantage point and yeah. then you climb up yeah, around or, and or, look for or whether it's like setting up operation spots like you clamber up to an area and then it's like you know you take Sake it over out. like those towers in assassin's creed but it's if hard it was to get a rid bit of more them. a bit more like um you know like you're plotting it out and then you have an area of the map and yeah, then you're actually yeah. pinpointing like he's killing along this way. Yeah. Like it's more like uh yeah, more like a geography exploration kind of uh, aspect. I think that'd be cool. It's it's one of those things as well where, you know, we you know, as far as like 3D games go, the model has been exploration and exploring and having big worlds, very very big worlds, like yeah. making things that are like 
environments that are scalable and accessible and fun to go around. But it's very well documented that making a good detective oh. game yeah. is very, very difficult because, yeah. you know, everyone understands once you have the hang of the controls, climb up cliff to get better vantage point or find thing at the top of waterfall, da-da-da-da. Yeah, yeah. But then trying to code something, uh, code a mystery in yeah. that would follow everyone's common sense or logic mm. is kind of hard because that's something that varies quite differently with a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and, and, and again, like there's a, there's a very good um, uh, Game Maker's Toolkit video with Mark Brown who talks about this mm. specific thing about how to make mystery games very good. Oh, right. Or like, and, or what, not necessarily how to make them good, but what elements of some of the mystery games he pointed out were worked. Right, right. And so it's like a lot of that kind of stuff. It's very hard to not make it feel really dissatisfying just finding evidence in the story unraveling, but then it also kind of that other end of it where it's like if you if you give the player a bunch of stuff and they can't figure it out, it's just a bunch of stuff. Yeah, Like yeah. they might just be missing the key to figuring out yeah, the mystery or yeah. they might get frustrated when it feels innocuous. It feels mm-hmm. like like the solution was random. Yeah. I feel like it would it would be... The game would have to be split. So it's like daytime, you're doing standard detective stuff, walk around, talk to people, and then at night, maybe there's a curfew, and that's why you're clambering. Or shit is like, everyone's not allowed out, which yeah. can kind of help with like low-budget indie titles as well. Like There's not a lot of people, and it's more like a stealth clambering thing, and you're sneaking yeah, like into that. crime scenes. and They're almost like um, stealth climbing missions basically and yeah, then yeah. during the daytime you're trying to gain up as much information as you yeah, can yeah and it might be yeah, like yeah. an evening like like uh, uh, as in evening out thing where it's sort of like maybe during the day it's almost like your phoenix right you can still get evidence and stuff or like mm. send people out get things come back management stuff and then there's the on the ground maybe you get extra things maybe you get that big thing but it's a risk um yeah. kind of stuff i i think that would be how they'd have to do it because I, I can't see it being a sandbox mystery no forever that it feels too large yeah that's uh i definitely think that was probably my next point is like if it mm. was open world and like what point do you have to go around doing random stuff when you're trying to solve a mystery yeah it, it feels like if, in a sandbox you there's too much opportunity for sort of like what you were saying like things being out of order and then just being stuff so i've yeah. got a bunch of things that I know as someone who plays video games are important, but how they apply is dissatisfying right now because it's kind of not going I think it'd like be cohesive. Yeah, it'd almost be like you're saying with the curfew thing and splitting the gameplay up, but then you'd have to maybe have them still open world, but be like the curfews are uh, GTA Vice City style where you're stuck to specific islands. Yeah, yeah, and then either, it either opens up or Or, or you changes. go to the next island yeah, and then yeah, you have exactly. to sort of get the lay of the land there and figure out where the landmark... And it, like, it'd be landmark-based, like yeah. the town square, the church, the... And then you know where these things are, so yeah. you know, oh, well, if I have to go to the church, I can get there, and you can. it can be about routing instead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like you need to get there without being seen, or and like how's the best way to do that? Well, this park actually has a bunch of trees over here that I can go through mm. and go around the back. Like, yeah, a- again, and this is the thing, this game and the concept doesn't have necessarily, like it doesn't lack value because no. in the in the grand scheme of things, like you said, 
the concept of <laughs> like climbing detective yeah sounds really fun yeah and to the point where like we've obviously thought about it a lot now yeah yeah and it's like oh there's a lot of ways that this could go obviously you know as yeah. far as like design i think it goes it's like you know what what how would you de- implement what it? they've delivered isn't quite a fully fledged game but i feel like the idea and enough of the effort and enough effort has gone in that it promotes you know, optimistic uh, thoughts on the game as opposed to like, oh man, this is a bin fire. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I could see, I could, I was, I was able to look past a crash in it because I was still curious. And I think that was probably what was great about it. That I was like, you know, and, and as far as the school project goes, like it was 3D modeling, UI was really good and they had a good concept. I think they probably just bit off more than they could chew. Nice. Very yeah. cool. Very, very cool. I mean, yeah. again, I just enjoyed the idea of talking about <laughs> pantsless Moriarty with his... I mean, again, if that if that leather apron man yeah. is not is is not wearing a short apron and is, like, extremely pompous and fancy, I'm just not going to play that yeah. game. The only thing he wears is the apron and a top hat. Ooh, yeah. Or a bowler's hat. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Maybe... You can wear like a little like loincloth sort of thing just for some, you know. Yeah. But beyond that, it's like the main action's up on the chest. A second apron. Ooh, which is the tiny apron. Yeah. It's just like, he's like, I, I didn't have enough leather, so I used the tiny scraps to cover my junk. Oh, it's, it's like a leather diaper. Now that's the next game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, leather apron. The son, the son, son of, of apron. Yeah, leather, leather diaper. diaper. Yep. All right, Hollywood, don't call us. Uh, or at least return the other emails please that whole sort of thing where like we had that concept about sonic movie and then sonic 2 movie guys gotta get back to us other studio already did those we're never gonna compete yeah they've already added knuckles yeah they already added idris knuckles elbrises elba elba yeah elbris why did i say elbrises anyway albatross yeah that's it idris albatross but uh what was your game nick well, I don't, I, I don't like being cornered like this. Mm. I think it's really rude. That's a game that I play. <laughs> with Yeah. With I, people. You've really gone into that detective mode, haven't you? Yeah. He's shining a light right in my eyes right yeah. now. He's interrogating yeah. me. I'm both good cop, bad cop. I don't think you're qualified for either of those. No. But no. I do know the law and I do understand his moves. <laughs> yeah. No, 10-hit combo me? <laughs> I want my lawyer. Are any? Are there any? Surely there's a lawyer that's a fighter character. I mean, the only one that I can think of it off the top of my head is She-Hulk in Marvel vs. Capcom. Ooh, yes, true. Or there like, you go. Yeah, that's, for some reason, that's the only one I can remember her being. Or like Daredevil. I don't know. Oh, no, that's true. Yeah, I don't know if Daredevil is in any of those games, but obviously Ooh, they exist yeah. in comics. She-Hulk versus Daredevil. Yeah. But it's all in the court it's all scene in a court and room. none of them ever do superhero stuff. Yeah, and, and you know, until uh, Ace Ventura, no. Pet Detective? Ace Attorney Phoenix Wright. That's right. Gets added to Smash. <laughs> true. Actually, that would be cool. Is he in one of the? Cap- he's a. Is he a fighter in one of the Capcom games? I think he is. That'd I be think sick. he's actually. 
in like SNK versus Capcom. Maybe that's I, I probably why he never full, got fully fledged a character he is. But I think he, he's either an assist or uh, something. He might be an assist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's probably if he is like a playable character. That's probably why he didn't get put into Smash. I'd assume. Yeah. Anyway, but. My game, going mm. back to it, yep. um, you gave me the prompt of Glow. That's right. Uh, and so I went pretty straight down the line with it and mm. chose a game called Glow. Oh, wow. Okay. That's yeah. A, yeah. That's pretty direct. I mean, yeah, you know you know me. I don't, I don't beat around the bush. Mm. But um, I did have to... It was a bit harder to find something um, to fit the theme because a lot of the stuff that I found under Glow, one, there was, it was pretty slim pickings, but most of it was asset-based. Uh, yep. So it was like, uh, you know, like glowing ball or like glowing armor or glowing sword. And I did try a few different ones before landing on the game I have now. Uh, I think maybe the most notable one was literally like, it was, I think it was supposed to be a lightning bug or like a glow fly or whatever oh, like called. Oh, like a firefly. That's it. Mm. Um, but it just looks like a cockroach and it was just like oh. a, a cookie clicker and you just had to click as fast as you could. And I think the time between clicks got shorter and shorter. And every time you clicked the cockroach, it just grew big. And if you failed, it just goes like, oh, 28 clicks, not glow enough or whatever the fuck. And I'm like, wow, what the f- where? Anyway, but most of the other stuff I found, um, they all really heavily relied on um, like painting the level and things like that mm. to be able to see where you're going. Like that was a big theme as far as glow was concerned, but... The problem with those is that they really focused on the idea of painting the level, but not designing the level in a way that was uh, yes fun to play. So it's like a lot of those ones I felt weren't really interesting to talk about because everyone was doing the exact same thing. Yeah, but between a few. Well, this is this is it. So and again, like I couldn't really bring out anything good from it because they didn't implement it in a way that was like fun with the levels. Mm-hmm. So sorry, nameless games who I definitely remember all the Ooh, names of damn i'm calling all of you out you remember who you are yeah shots fired mm-hmm. Ooh, need to glow up yeah well speaking of wow good segue um so um i chose glow mm. glow is and i just sort of like because you know not every kind of game has a genre but i just sort of mm. like to say it's a speed platformer mm. so it's like 3d space you're a ball in outer space and you're f- rolling down these sort of weird space highways. Oh, yeah. They've got boost pads. They have ramps. You go mm-hmm. through like aerial sort of boost pads. And your whole goal is to get to the end of the level as fast as you can. There's a timer. Uh, or alternatively, you can get some like orbs that they have. Okay. Like strewn around the level. And these orbs can be used as currency towards the end to change your skin. Oh, uh, okay. Nothing crazy. Yeah. It, it, it the orbs can also be seen as like another way to score as yeah, well because like, right. I think it remembers your score from the last time mm. um, but beyond that it was like the only part of it about glowing part of it was the fact that the ball itself was neon pretty much ah, okay. it's like this neon future ball um, so overall it was fine it, it sort of hit the mark as exactly what I wanted as far as like some of like a speed platformer goes because yeah. Like overall, it is a hard genre to work within and get right. Mm. And arguably, not many people, if no one, has gotten that sort of concept right. Even though a lot of people have tried it. Yeah, yeah. But I'll get back to that later. But you're a ball. You just hold forward to start going. You go at a pretty reasonable pace. 
um, and there's no jump. So you're kind of ah, stuck okay. to the track. Um, and the it, I get almost like you were talking about heavy running controls before. Mm-hmm. I would consider this almost like boat controls, where it's like oh. you can go fast really quickly, but then there's a lot of heft on your on the turns. On the turns. Okay. So you feel it, and like you can see it with the ball where it starts to try and roll the other way, and it's like very hefty to try and get it into a different mm. direction. So you need to take that into account. Whether or not I liked that, you know, I think that you could build on that a bit more. Yeah. Okay. Because like sometimes the problem is it the levels were decently straightforward up until the last level, pretty much. So okay. like I didn't have much trouble navigating. The crux of the game was getting to the end really quickly. Mm. And there wasn't a huge amount of challenge doing that. It was basically most of the time you jump off of one and you veer lazily to the left to land on another one. Yeah, okay. And the only obstacles in the way are quite literally just screens that just have like, I think like a no through it. Oh, yes. Um, And so, I mean, that's kind of the shame there in the sense that like you're... traversing of the level is not the obstacle it's the obstacles just in the that, way that are in the way like yeah. literal obstacles exactly as they'd traditionally be known and so the only way you can ever really get air is going up a ramp or because the roads you're on have like little sort of edges to them oh like the curves like a half pipe yeah kind of almost but like very slight like almost mm. like um a curb oh yeah like on a road so it's like and it just sort of comes up on each side um if you just Bump into that, you can just sort of get air in a different direction. Okay. And I tried that a couple of times because I was like, oh, this is interesting. And funnily enough, towards the end, like off of that lip, that is the uh, intended way to, to right. finish I that I was about level. to ask yeah, and whether so, that was yeah. on purpose or not. And that, So that was like a really nice little bit of game design there. Like you look at that and go, if they don't have a jump, what else can you do? And I'm like, oh, well, maybe there should be a bunch of different paths. And a lot of ramping bits to get like from one to another. Mm-hmm. And then it then becomes an element of figuring out where to go to get the best time or to not run out of paths or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and like, because beyond that, like, it was more or less like the same. Like, there were a few varying paths. Like, there was only two varying paths yeah. either, but it was either pretty much speed path or. Um, bought, like orb path mm-hmm. so it was like it sort of had those two and I'm like you know what that's fine that's some pretty standard game design but it was like it didn't sort of grab me as far as like traversal though it was yeah, like yeah. either or as opposed to like figuring out where to go which would be best and it's like I, again like obviously one of the most famous speed platformers like ever mm. was like Sonic ever since I mean he was obviously a speed platformer in 2D but yeah when he evolved when into it 3D became, yeah. it was um and I'd argue still is a lot of um teething in that area mm-hmm. and they still they're, they're still it's still a lot of those games I'd argue are not really good speed games yeah I, I it sounds like because the only one I haven't actually played it, but I've seen a lot of gameplay of it is Monkey Ball. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Which, whenever you, th- or whenever I think of a sphere beyond Sonic when he's going very fast, is um. I thought you were just gonna talk about Mads. No, no. When I think of a sphere, I think of my partner, who my is partner's an egg. head. Yeah, um, which also <laughs> moves very, very fast. It does, and loves chili dogs. But um. She's uh, not vet. She's not vegan at the moment. Nah. <laughs> okay. But um, what was it? Uh, 
Oh my god, I've lost my train of thought. Uh, I got lost in chili dogs. Uh, uh, I've got to go uh, fast. Uh, right back to monkey ball. There you go. That's it. Um, Still safe. It feels like when you have a spherical uh, object and you're doing a sort of like that speed platformer, it sounds like it couldn't quite decide between movement being the focus and the challenge or obstacles and dodging them more like temple run. Yes. And I think it sounds like kind of kind of what you're saying or like it, that want like for movement or like they, yeah. they managed to implement some fun movement with the curb uh jump or curb hop kind of technique yes which kind of makes you want to do that more and like the tilt the boat controls sound like movements that thing which may, which is why it made me think of monkey ball because then monkey ball would structure it as in you're balancing the idea of the physics of a ball yes exactly um and so it feels like if it could implement more in the movement being the challenge that might be a bit more gratifying or, or, or more fun um, yeah. with the design as opposed to like, yeah, the, the choice being a bit more arbitrary and then the challenge is being like, oh, you hit the thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I, I agree. Because like there's like, I, you know, I put a few... Um, it, it, I put a few examples in like the document we have and it's like, you know, lonely mountains downhill while it's not like extremely like a speed platformer. It's like, it is a time-based thing and you, you know, you go fast downhill and the only real controls you have are handbrake and bunny hop, I believe. Mm-hmm. Or like, and, and, or, or is it is there a bunny hop or is it just boost? I don't know. Yeah. It's like, there are not a huge amount of controls in there, but enough to change it. So, if you're doing it as like a regular speed run, you can figure that out. But then as you progressively get further and further into the game and mm-hmm. understand the this seemingly simple mechanics to begin with, you can implement them in a more um in a more meaningful way to gain speed or to get better times and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like obviously a boost makes sense, but in Lonely Mountains Downhill, you can use a skid to quickly go off, take a shortcut as opposed to yeah. like that kind of stuff. Or um another game i played that kind of feels that same way is like crumble where it's like you're an orb so we've already we're still Mm -hmm. on orb talk good i'm back monkey ball um and you roll at a certain speed but every time you jump uh and go downhill and stuff like that you'll gain more and more speed and you can swing and that's the only Ah. other control you stick your tongue out and you can swing with your tongue Mm. and there's a big amount of geometry and heaps of different uh it goes from like narrow platforming and trying to get fast as you can to then big wide open areas that have multiple right. paths. And it feels nice to be able to go really fast, but if you mess up, quickly pull out your grappling hook to swing back on. Right, right. And even if it slows you down, you still feel like a mastery of the controls. Yeah, and yeah. And then next time you can go back. Mm-hmm. Whereas with this one, I played the levels a couple of times just to see if there was a huge amount of variation beyond those paths yeah yeah but those paths aren't really hard to miss either yeah right so it's like the only the only slick move i felt was right at the end there where it was just like hopping off that lip to get to that other section yeah yeah so it's like it definitely has elements of like i think good game design in in the sense of like if they lent into yeah that as being more of a feature Mm. You know, either I thought it would be nice even if you could like have a boost or something like that that you could use midair for like a bit more control because you have that boat feel, but then if you go in the air and you can go like dash in a different direction, mm. that might be the risk reward sort of thing once you get good at it that might actually make the difference time wise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because like honestly, when I played the game, 
over and over again. Like I maybe did the levels a couple of times. Mm. I didn't beat my time by very many seconds. Yeah, if oh, at all. like difference between. Yeah, it was very small. It was like maybe a couple of seconds if, at, at most, honestly. Mm. So it didn't seem like they just they almost seemed like they literally got to the end and went, this is the time, but didn't figure out any other tech. Right. To get there even quicker. Yeah, yeah. Like there would be an optimum time that most people would just achieve. Yeah. Um, which I suppose they you can in all games, but like maybe more limited in the fact that you only have so many techniques at your disposal. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, at, and especially I think in these sort of like speed platformers, having a mechanic that initially is almost used as like a fail safe or mm. something that, um, will help you slow down or help you get back on track um, that you use and like learn over time to then figure out the more in-depth mechanics mm-hmm. and use that to aid your speed. Because again, all of these games are supposed to be about speed and I feel like a lot of them get bogged down in either just being fully linear yeah, or having a lot of stop-start bits where it's like, and you fight the enemies or you stop here and oh, you have to yes, start yes. again and it's mm-hmm. like... So it's like it's it's a hard balance. Don't get me wrong. It's like it's why there isn't that many games in this sort of genre. Mm. I feel like a lot of games in this genre have tried to lean into flying levels instead. Yes. Or swinging. Like I think is like hence why yeah, crumble seemed to work really well. Physics based sort of uh, almost like speed transitioning to momentum as in the the feeling yeah coming off like spider-man setting the standard of yeah. what swinging could feel like yes and like how geometry can work with that i feel like after that people were like oh yeah and then implementing swinging in different sort of landscapes um and styles yeah yeah I think so. I think that's like an, an interesting niche genre that's pushing forward that sort of idea of momentum in gaming like mm-hmm. as well. Like, I, I just think a lot of the examples that I've seen, I think there's another game called like Verlet Swing or something like that, yeah. which has that. Or oh, there's another, I can't remember. There's ones where you play like a heavy ball and you fly through like the ocean or something like that, but you change your density. Right. And so you become either really dense or really light. Oh. And when you're dense, you're a ball. But when you're light, you're flat. Okay. And so you can like get a bunch of momentum by going heavy and going... Oh, and then I And then see. quickly trying yes, to... Fl- yeah. I, and apologies to whoever made that game because it's very cool. I just can't remember the name of it right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, I think that's it. I think that's all I really have to say about Glow. As far as like a week goes, you know, like... I think we both utilized our time talking about these games to talk about genre as, as a yes. whole. Yeah. I think it's... I mean, this this is the thing. A lot of these discussions will probably turn into that stuff because a lot of the stuff we will find will feel unfinished, yeah. obviously. And, and I think because, you know, it, it's uh, smaller design, you know, teams and um, creators and things, everything's sort of based on something else and sometimes that feels closer to the initial inceptions of a game genre or something if it's like all you can do within your skill set or that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it, it, it also, like, this podcast is an like uh, is a exercise for us in creativity as well. Mm-hmm. Hence why we went off on, like, fucking huge tangents about how we could do a different detective. Yeah, well, well. It's I, like, I, I think that there's, there's interesting merit to those as well. Or, like, what, you know, thinking about where a game's showing its potential... 
Yeah. And then, um, you know, the critique being not that you did poorly here, but more like you should do more of this other thing. Yes. Or like explore this more, which is sort of interesting because you can kind of see like those sort of nuggets there in these games because there's so many, but so many people are going to test more unique things. And then you'll be like, ooh, that was good. It was small among all this other stuff, but it was different enough that I would like to see more of it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But it comes to that time of the show where, you know, we go up onto the balcony, we look out to the moon, we sing to it. Yeah. You know. Um, Um, No. Where we talk, uh, where we give each other our new prompts for the next week. mm -hmm. Yeah. I've been thinking about it uh, in the last five minutes while I was listening to you talk because ah <laughs> uh, see that that was have been a good strategy yeah I, uh, this is the thing I mm. I started sweating about it and I was like oh duh duh and then I looked around the room a lot and then I realized that if you say anything in my room I'll know that you did a Kaiser Sose moment so oh it looks God. like you can't do that unfortunately ah <laughs> uh, shit I'm looking around uh, 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 horse cock uh, shit, uh, game cartridge God, uh, oh man uh, dead cat uh, mm. hooker fuck uh, 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 gold brick uh, eyeball hang oh. on I, I, it's just I'm still in awe that you have a dead cat hooker I know I mean, listen, like, Khajiit got to sell their wares. Which is also a shirt that you have, which is bizarre again. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it really, it really, oh, fuck. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, I'm wearing it right now. (laughs) Yeah, and so if you guys go onto our website, you can buy the merch uh, for (laughs) Khajiit. Yep, you can do that. We're going to make it now. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, but uh, the word I'm going to give you this week is I'm not, I feel like I want to open it up a bit more than just giving you fucked prompts. So I'm just going to give you the word gauntlet. Ooh. Yeah, so big metal glove. Yeah. For people yeah. at home who don't know what a gauntlet is. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, or, uh, or a series of challenges. Or a series of challenges. Mm, so mm. open it up to maybe something a little more interesting or just a bit more open so you can find something a bit more meaty to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'll leave it at that. Okay. Um, do I actually? Well, because yes, you do have to think of a word to give me Stu Well, no, because the problem was that the first word was monkey ball, but that's already a game. Um, <laughs> but I think uh, Sega would have something to say yeah, about yeah, it. They certainly would. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, um, they certainly would. <laughs> I was thinking about in terms of. Uh, oh, I'm Stu <laughs> I thought that was you doing a weird deep pull of like, is that Mr. Sega's voice? <laughs> like, Yeah, you know. Hey guys, it's me, Mr. Sega. <laughs> hey guys, I heard you were talking about Monkey Ball. That was so Sh- crazy when Rodney Dangerfield bought Sega. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, I just, I, I don't get no, I get no respect. I get no chili dogs. I get no Bayonetta. I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of other Sega properties. Hold on. I just need to check before we continue. Mm-hmm. Um, when the last Monkey Ball came out. Oh, right. Oh, Monkey Ball Crypto. That was the first result I got. Oh, what? Yeah, hold Is on. Is it cryptocurrency? Ooh, there was a new game at the end of last year. Wow. I, I legitimately can't believe that. I can't believe that that's still... They must, they must have a fucking honking, stonking, just real committed fan base to that yeah. game franchise. Oh, damn. I always looked at it... Crazy Taxi, that's another one. Oh, um, true. Uh, I was thinking of Sega things. Yeah. Uh, that 
it, it's a genre of game and a game that I know exists, but I don't know anyone at all who's ever owned it. Just, yeah, or like actively like, oh man, I just beat the last monkey ball. And you're like, what? Yeah. Well, I always feel like it's a demo disc thing. It is. It for sure is. I think that's where most people got those introductions and then were like, wow. Also for like, oh, I suppose speaking as like... Like Parappa the Rapper. Yeah. Or like it was the first introduction to more like games that would originate and, but then potentially stay in Japan longer. And then yeah. you just get this taste as a Westerner where you're like, oh, monkey ball? Oh, but you would never be able to find, especially like small town bumpkins like us like mm. we weren't in big cities so these releases wouldn't even make it to our local game shops no 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 um but oh yes your prompt is dive dive oh god <laughs> so for everyone at home we were talking about jason statham before this podcast <laughs> and if you're not aware of it uh jason statham before he was an actor uh an all-around hollywood tough guy was an olympic level high diver yeah and it's still very 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 weird to us and it, it delights me to no end every time i remember it yeah i just wish i don't know how many films have incorporated it because it's sort of like there is one that we know of i think uh, it's the shark he, dog he's always he is diving often in his films but i was more hoping like you know he dives into someone <laughs> what like skewers them oh like a javelin. right right like human javelin yeah yeah, yeah. I see. I remembered there was like was it like Megalodon or something. It was like the shark oh, film. The Meg, the Meg, and he mm. was in that. And I think there is a scene where he does a cliff dive perfectly, and that is it is him because he yeah. can dive. It's just very strange. It's like he had a whole life and career before he decided acting with his was his thing. Yeah, yeah. So weird. All right. So for this week, dive for me mm-hmm. and gauntlet for you. Mm-hmm. That's been us, it's Nick and Stu. Yep. We'll see you guys uh, next week. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, thank you to Amy Manson for the uh, podcast art. And mm-hmm. thank you thank to uh, Faxing for uh, Be With You from their album Data Entry. Yep. Look for that online anywhere, you know, places. Mm-hmm. You'll probably find it mm-hmm. if you look Bandcamp. it up. Bandcamp. Probably Bandcamp. Probably I remember Bandcamp. it's Bandcamp. Anyway, bye. 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 Chili dogs. <laughs> <laughs> They're garbage.